Hello everyone and welcome to a new cultural program. Today it's Lucas and I'm with Francesca and Gloria. Thank you. So today we will speak about a new topic, interesting topic that we didn't know nothing about before doing this program, I think. So today we will speak about Feng Shui. I wish it's the right pronunciation because it's not in English or French or even, I don't know, Chinese world. So maybe we don't pronounce it very well. But I will, for me, pronounce it this way during this program. So I will begin to introduce the subject. When we think about Feng Shui, images of water fountains, lucky bamboo plants and Chinese coins may pop into your mind. These objects are definitely ways we can create better Feng Shui. But the philosophy of Feng Shui expands far beyond these stereotypes. And there is, I found a little fun fact about Feng Shui. And it dates back to ancient China, before the invention of the magnetic compass. However, the practice relied on astronomy to determine correlation between humans and the universe. So it wasn't at all the same thing, but now it's this. So more literally, the Chinese words Feng and Shui translate to mean wind and water, respectively. This concept derived from an ancient poem that talks about human life being connected and flowing with the environment around it. So what is Feng Shui? The philosophy of Feng Shui is a practice of arranging the pieces in living spaces in order to create balance with the natural world. The goal is to harness energy forces and establish harmony between an individual and their environment. So Feng Shui concepts can be used to design and create spaces with intention so you can flow, bloom and begin to awaken to the world. Like with meditation, Feng Shui is about cultivating mindfulness of your environment. It encourages you to slow down and pay attention to all the everyday mundane details in your life and spaces. Oh, it reminds me so much. Did you remember when we talked about the minimalism? Yeah, I think there is some similarities. And in Asian culture, this philosophy is called the Tao, which translates to mean the way. And Taoism is the way of nature and all the basic principles of Feng Shui reflect nature. And some of the essential principles of Feng Shui are, for example, the commanding position, the Bagua and the five elements, for example. But we will speak more about it later. So now maybe we can speak about the history in itself of Feng Shui. So maybe, Francesca, can you tell us more about the history of Feng Shui? Yes, of course. We can talk about the origi origins of Feng Shui. There is no unified doctrine or canonical text on Feng Shui, but there are numerous schools that have developed a complex set of rules, the two most important being San Yuan Pai and San He Pai. <laughs> Feng Shui literally means wind and water, as you said, in honor of the two elements that shape the earth and that, with their flow, determine the more or less earthy characteristics of a particular place. According to Taoism, there are two general principles that guide development of natural events. They are the qi and the dynamic balance of yin and yang. Yin is the dark feminine wet principle, while yang is the bright and masculine warm principle. In Feng Shui, 
Yin is represented by water and Yang is the wind, intended perhaps more as a breath. Basically, water and hair are essential for life. One of the main schools of Tao is that which places the origins of Feng Shui in astrology and in particular in the key of the nine stars, also based on the principle of yin and yang. This horoscope consists of nine numbers associated with the five elements fire, hair, metal, water, wood, each of which corresponds to a direction. Fire is associated with the south and indicates brightness, creativity and inspiration, the spirit. Water is associated with the north and concern, rest, interiority and interpersonal relationship. The metal is the northwest and in the west and concern organization, financial activities, investments. Land in the northern and southwest and concern government, social, nutrition and health. Wood in the east and southeast and concern travel, trade, inventions and information technology. But the origin of Feng Shui, although uncertain, appear very ancient and tombs dating back to the Neolithic have been discovered which seem to follow the principles in their construction. Advances in knowledge of the set of arts that contribute to Feng Shui are traditionally attributed to mythical rules such as Fuxi and Huangyi. There is a legend on the origin of Feng Shui. This legend tells of the shaman King Fuxi, who created the first Begua that is agreed with which to identify the areas in which natural events occur that change the flow of energy. Later, another Begua was given to the shaman King Yu. In that period, there was a great flood, which the shaman King Yu was able to appease with the sacred arts of Feng Shui and thus saved the population. When the water subsides, a turtle was seen. In the centuries preceding the first emperors of the Qin dynasty, Feng Shui, called Kanyu, study of her, was part of the divinatory arts that were dealt with by political and military advisors. Other authors, however, report it up to the times of the Sha dynasty with the observation of turtle shells in the Shu Square, discovering together also the I Ching, astrology and Chinese numerology. The Feng Shui found a first organic arrangement and definition in the fundamental Zheng Shu, the Book of Burials of Guo Pu. The author describes how the energy of the dragon, Shi, descends from the mountains, despairing through the wind, and stops in front of a body of water, where it collects and condenses. The beneficial vital energy is therefore the result of a balance of forces created by the presence of landscape elements and conformations that create the condition for the lack of a place or building. In order to discuss about the history of Feng Shui, we have started to talk about shamanism. The history of Feng Shui has its root in shamanism. What is shamanism? Shamanism is the oldest form of spirituality in the world. Although its practices are spread mainly in Siberia, its methods are so primitive and they are similar in all the other parts of the world, even when they have never come into contact, like the Indians of Amazon of the, or the Aborigines of Australia. At the base is the toe common to all shamanic cultures of the existence of different realities from the one we know. 
The power of the shaman, expressed by the symbolic forms of animals and or plants, consists in the ability to connect with these realities called of the lower and higher worlds, using depending on of cases the music of the drums, the dance and or the hallucinogenic herbs. Through these tools, the shaman enters a trance thanks to energy in motion and arrives in the two in the tunnel of access to the world's parallel. Here he will meet his power, animal and visions of what the intermediate reality heights will appear to him. The ability to assess power could be used for purpose doctors, but also political and strategic military pers- personnel. The ancient Chinese leaders used these powers a lot, especially in the field military, being able to see events before they appeared. In addition to the exercise of power typical of the shaman area, other faculties relating to the ability to reading of historical facts intended as a tool for forecasting future events, which find a first written codification in the Book of Changes, known as the I Ching Oracle. Now I would like to talk about the shaman kings and the origin of the book I Ching of our Book of Changes. At the dawn of Chinese history, there were tribes, led by shaman kings. Under their leadership, the Chinese people grew and built large cities. Yu, the first Chinese emperor, was a shaman, founded the dynasty known as the Sha dynasty. 25, from 25 to 1765 BC, who managed to reign for 100 years. The legend says that Yu exercising his power was able to calm the waters of a strong flood that threatened to destroy his people. From the waters emerged a turtle that he carried drawings on back eight trigrams, that is eight sets of line, each in groups of three and deriving from of the six grouping possibilities between a joined and a broken line. The eight trigrams then became hexagrams, which combined together result in the 64 variations of the Book of the Qing. It was the work of the king's prime minister, a shaman of extraordinary intellect named Cheng Shen, who lived in the period of Zhou dynasty. The elaboration in written from of the 64 combinations used later by Confucius in the Book of the Qing or Book of Changes. The Book of the Qing constitutes the first attempt in Britain from to decode to schemes, a series of possibilities that allow to render the fact legible and predictable historical. The short period of the Qin dynasty followed the Zhu dynasty, which had the Emperor Qin, but it was in the era of the Tang dynasty that Can Hu definitively became Feng Shui, a real science consecrated by two fundamental texts. The figure of the shaman evolves and joins that of the geomancer, a person with subtle sensitivity who enters into communication with cosmic and terrestrial energies, using sticks as if they were the natural extension of one's hands. The geomancer also possesses a number of theoretical knowledge that they range from astronomy, geography and numerology to architecture, notion that came instead at the time of the shaman only from the observation of nature. And we come to the Feng Shui today. During the People's Republic of China, traces of the Feng Shui ceasing to exist at least as far as the official version is concerned. Today we know that it continues to be practiced even by those who officially deny it. It is spread in Hong Kong and Singapore and in Sudest Asia, where it has been confined. 
Any new construction in Hong Kong is not only followed by bankers, engineers and architects, but always and also by a Feng Shui master, a geomancer. Today in Hong Kong, learn about the Feng Shui of an apartment, a studio, a house or a shop is not cheap. Feng Shui has developed a lot here, especially in recent times, thanks to the passage of the English colony of Hong Kong to China's supremacy in 1997, which resulted in exodus of educated and wealthy families from Hong Kong to the United States and a return to England. The huge fortunes transferred before 1997 spurred strongly the London market, from which Feng Shui started to spread in Europe. So, Gloria, I know that there are two different schools about Feng Shui. Yeah, you're right, Francesca. The first one is called Sanhe. Sanhe means three harmonies. The Sanhe school emphasizes in the observation of the landscape, of the forms of the mountains and rivers, or of the buildings and the streets of a city to establish its harmony criteria. The landscape assessment is called Together Luantou. The foundation of the harmonies is given by cycle of the five elements that we will talk later, and it develops across the 12 terrestrial branches which enclose the signs of the Chinese horoscope. The other school is called uh, San Yuan. This theory of Feng Shui emphasizes the use of compass as an instrument to find the most favorable sites, generally known techniques as Liu Qi. San Yuan is more modern than San He. Its foundation were driven by Xiao Yong, a student of the text classic of traditional Chinese philosophy, flowered during the Ming dynasty, handheld of the Neo-Confucianism. Most of what it is known today as Feng Shui derived from San Yuan because it is more visible to apply in the urban environment in which most of us live today. The compass used by Feng Shui differs quite a bit from the compasses we will use in the West to orient or navigate. It consists of a square basin whose center is a magnetized needle surrounded by several concentric rings with different symbols. At first glance, the Lupin looks extremely complex. Its function is to give us, for an address determinated, all series of correspondence which don't, they are arbitrary, but reflect a natural order. So the art of Feng Shui began in China thousands of years ago as a way to create sacred places that comply with all the principles necessary for peace of the soul and harmony of body and mind. Many years later, this knowledge began to be transmitted in the West and the practice of Feng Shui techniques that are known and applied today. Currently, Feng Shui unites the wisdom inherited from Eastern antiquity, as we said before, mainly Chinese, the contribution from modern science such as psychology, geophysics, environmental development, ecology, as likewise it takes elements from artistic disciplines such as plastic art or and music. So, to understand Feng Shui, then it is important to know the main concept or principles. Xi An Shan. 
the she and the sha are two opposing forces that circulate in all the terrestrial space. Chi is a vital and natural force that arises from the combination of the elements of nature and that circulates through each and every one of the space of a house, every room, in every corner of our homes or workplaces is traversed by the energetic force that allows us to live. She or vital breath circulates through a house's energy thus throughout our body. As well as the flow of energy within our body may be blocked, it may be blocked within our home or workplace. Now, the she must be able to circulate and move freely and spontaneously in each space. When she, for whatever reason, cannot circulate properly, energy problems occur. That directly affect the inhabitants of the house and that are manifested as decay, lack of determination, irritability. Everything we find in nature need this vital force to be able to live. She, which the Chinese define as the breath of life, is opposed by another force called Sha. The Sha acts in harmful way for the environment and has direct impact on people who inhabit them and they frequent them. When there is circulation of Sha in a house or room, sometimes must be done to counteract it, and the positive and beneficial force that produces harmony can circulate properly. The master of ancient China, through the smokes of candle and incense, were able to observe the beneficial work of air currents to ensure the free circulation of vital energy. There are also Often Chitafot's she healthy, which circulates freely, and sick, which occurs due to a poor circulation of this force, which, when stagnating, becomes sha. So, when energy accumulates in an environment, and for different reasons, the energy cannot flow freely, it is rarefied and distorted, becoming negative and harmful. One of the causes of the poor distribution or accumulation of she in an environment is that there are hidden space, for example, or are very enclosed with small windows and small doors, or have an L shape, a mirror that reflects the area with the greatest air circulation. A plant or a container with water in this sector can be helpful in counteracting the ill effect of accumulation sick she. Other causes of poor power distribution can be room with excess furniture or decoration, or an environment with many electric appliances like televisions, stereo, computer, etc. Other two important concepts to understand Feng Shui are yin and yang. These two forces symbolize for Eastern culture the principle of duality present in all natural elements. 
Harmony arises from the balance of these chi forces that oppose and complement each other. It is important that we bear in mind that when we speak of balance, we are not saying that there must be equal quantity of one force as another, but of energetic harmony. An element may have a greater amount of yin or yang strength, but it is balanced with another that gives it what make up for the lack. For the Chinese, yin is the force that represents darkness, passivity, stillness. And on the other hand, yang represents clarity, activity and movement. The yin is related to the feminine and its opposite yang to the masculine. In the celestial sphere, The moon is related to the yin and the sun to the yang. In the balance and perfection of nature, to each force corresponds another opposite that they complement. We have already seen that in the nature every force has its opposite and that both complement each other and they balance each other. When these basic principles are applied to the art of Feng Shui, it is said that Harmony in a home or work environment, it is the result of the perfect balance of all the forces of nature. Let's not forget that one of the ways to define this ancient discipline is the art that allows man to live in harmony with nature and with his fellow men. The gene element are as important as the young element and vice versa, just as she promotes life, good health, happiness, prosperity and fortune, the Sha cannot be absent in a house and what must be done so that is not harmful, it is to redirect it, that is, make circulate at war and can balance at worldly with remaining forces. We must not forget that in nature there is always harmony and balance and that what breaks the harmony and the balance is the wrong action of a man. When these natural principles are broken in a house, balance is lost and problems arise. They try to solve it by applying the rules and technique of Feng Shui. Knowing how to choose the right place at the right time, the correct feeding with the direction of the universe, combining the efficient use of objects with mystical and irreverence, its harmony is peace and it is functional. Lucas, we have mentioned before the theory of five elements, but what does it mean exactly? Well, the five elements, so earth, metal, water, wood, and fire come from the Taoist tradition. The elements are five interrelated phases in life that work together to create a complete system. Typically, the practice of Feng Shui works to balance these five facets in your home and each of your life areas or bagger. To incorporate the elements in your life and your home, you have to define where you want to focus your energy. Much like the Bagua that we will speak about later, you choose the one to three areas of your life you want to improve. Then you strengthen your energy and your home's energy by adding the suggested colors or shapes in that room. For example, your Bagua shows that your bedroom aligns with your health, overall wellness, and the place where you rejuvenate. It ties into the earth element. Consider 
ways to incorporate earth tones, ceramic or clay pottery, stones or crystals in that room. After you have made improvement there, focus on a couple of other rooms or areas in your life. Look at the corresponding elements in those rooms and welcome that positive change into your life by adding those elements. The intent is to bring positive energy to those rooms, those areas of your life and ultimately your entire home. So now let's speak about each element one by one. Earth is related to overall well-being, self-nourishment and boundaries. It is stable, grounding and reliable. You may need more Earth if you are feeling ungrounded or anxious, or if you want to focus on self-care or creating stronger boundaries. Adding more Earth is also helpful if you want to work on being more caring and generous towards others. To enhance the earth element with color, add earth tones like yellow, orange or brown. There are many ways to do this depending on your decor and style preferences. It can be as subtle as adding a brown rug in your bedroom to ground your space or as bold as an earthy yellow statement couch in your living room. You can also start with something smaller like a brown terracotta flower pot. Metal is related to beauty, joy and efficiency. It is cold, rational, rigid and unwavering. Metal is also connected to speech and how we are able to speak for ourselves and what is right. If you don't have enough metal, you may have a hard time articulating your thoughts or finding your voice. To activate metal qualities through color, bring it white, grays and metallic colors. White or light gray walls are an effective way to introduce the metal elements and they are also a great neutral backdrop for artwork and other decor. There are also a lot of fun metallic decor options, like chairs for a kitchen or office, that can be a stylish way to add more metal to your home. If you want to add metal on a smaller scale, look for metallic planters or bookends, or small metal sculptures, for example. We have also water. So water is associated to wisdom, social life and career. It is both deep and still, like the ocean, and dynamic and flowing like a river. Water helps us make connections with others and can also deepen our wisdom, insight and intuition. You may want to add more water to your home if you want to increase your social connection or enhance your intuition. Water elements colors are black and midnight blue. While such dark colors might be overwhelming in some spaces, They can be beautiful and impactful as an accent wall. You can also introduce them in smaller ways, in throw pillows, artwork or picture frames. And we have wood. So wood is related to flexibility, kindness and healing. It represents growth and progress. You might need to bring it more wood energy if you want to create more growth or a new beginning in some area of your life. Wood is connected to green, blue and teal. These can all be beautiful and healing color choices for walls as well as curtains. Another great way to introduce the wood element is through healthy green plants, for example. And the last one is fire. So the fire represents fame, inspiration and our visibility. It's also related to our passion and emotional expression. Keeping your emotion inside and swallowing your feelings may be signs that you need more fire energy. 
To add fire through color, go for red and fiery oranges. If you are comfortable with this color, or if you're not and you want to challenge yourself, you can look for a red chair or a table for a bold pop of color. For something a little more subdued, try a throw blanket on your couch or artwork with fiery colors. You may want to keep these colors out of any rooms where you intend to relax and be refreshed, as they can be very intense and stimulating. So this is basically the five elements. And to resume a little bit all this, it means that in your house or in the place that you work, there is always some thoughts that you want. For example, in your when you are working, you want to be peaceful, but at the same time also your mind in a good shape, if I can say that, to work properly. Yeah, maybe energetic or focused. Yeah, for example, so these five elements are a way to add colors and different uh, shapes, for example, for a chair, a table, to feel more comfortable with your the activity that you want to do. Okay, so we have talked about this important energy that is called shy in Feng Shui. Also, Lucas has told us what all these five elements mean. So what exactly determined Feng Shui? The fundamental elements that determine whether the Feng Shui of a place is positive or negative are the form or circulation of Qi or vital breath in the entirety of a home or workplace, the water course in relation to the environment also. Direction and facilities for the circulation of the winds in a house or building. So as we can see, the circulation of this she is very important, is the main point of Feng Shui. Also, we have to look at the orientation of the front of the house, building or room. The interaction of the five elements. We have to pay attention also at the balance in chromatic energy and the balance between free spaces and occupied spaces within the house and or the environment. And the last one, the relationship between the inhabitant of the house. When these fundamental elements follow the principles and rules of Feng Shui, the yin and yang of a place balance and complement each other, and thus the harmony and prosperity of those who inhabit it is achieved. According to the art of Feng Shui, Shai circulate in form of undulating and enveloping light, or like Sha, it does it only in a straight line. In this way, the correct location of the entrance of the house or building allows Tu Shi to travel and oxygenate all spaces. Precisely because it is expressed in the form of ways in every way, it can make the whole house or room in haze as a healthy space. For some authors who have delved into the subject, the way in which Qi circulates makes each element be involved by it and be charged with that energy and spirit. The remaining element that terminate the Feng Shui of a house, make the life force of Xi flow freely. So the Feng Shui history is very, very extensive. And uh, the first known text 
of Feng Shui is the book of grace, as Francesca told before, that in Chinese is called Zhang Shu, and that approximately of 300 before Christ. It may surprise that Feng Shui's text refers to the tombs, what it is true that Feng Shui originally has two areas of application, housing, Shang She, and the grave, Jin Che. This last practice is exclusively from the east, where is taken the location of the ancient burial scenes according to the postulate of Confucianism, and they affect your entire descendants. So we're gonna speak more about homes or houses. So Francesca, about home, what can you tell us about the orientation of our home? What it is important to keep in mind? There are eight directions which emanate a specific energetic force. The energy forces of an apartment can be activated, solicited, conveyed, weakened, diverted or dispersed in relation to the primary or supervening needs of the various family members. Activating the chi in all rooms is considered a positive gesture. The correction phrase, on the other hand, requires caution, since if the intervention is not balanced, there is a risk of worsening the initial condition. To each of the eight directions of the house, the Chinese have metaphorically attributed a social relationship. In fact, the house can be used by people as a means to improve in various fields their external relations. They believe that activating the area of the house corresponding to one of the purpose of life means expressing, with a symbolic act, the will to feel a deficit in social relations. With the help of a compass, after having identified the direction of the entrance door and the building, after having identified the trigram of the house, it's possible to locate personal aspirations following the criterion of the eight purposes of life. The Northwest refers to the important people and those who protect us from heaven. The North refers to career and opportunities. The Northeast refers to studies and knowledge. It's an intermediate period in which we await and prepare ourselves. East refers to health and family. Southeast refers to wealth and prosperity. The South refers to recognition and reputation. The Southwest refers to love and marriage. The West refers to children and creativity. In other words, if you have a sentimental problem, you will need to attract the she in the area of the house which is located in the Southwest. For example, by placing a nice photo of the family or of the loved one in that direction. Feng Shui tells us how to activate Qin both in the macro and in the micro cosmos around us. The act with which we activate the energies symbolically manifests the inner desire to want to put our life in order. To correctly insert the trigram inside the plan of your house, it's firstly necessary to mathematically calculate the center of gravity of the house, and then on the main facade it will be necessary to detect with the head of a compass the precise degrees of the direction of the house, same with the respect to the north direction. At this point you can insert the trigram rotated in the right way with respect to the detected degrees and the center of gravity. But guys! Did you pay attention about orientations and directions of wind? For example, in your everyday life, did you pay attention about the location of, uh, I don't know, the bed or the desk? Or uh... For me, for example, if I speak 
about, for example, my bedroom, that it is a place where I spend a lot of time, you know, not only sleeping, if not working, or even now here in Yeretasa. Because we don't have in our house living room. I used to even make a sport in my bedroom. So, yeah, I remember the first day that I arrived here. You can imagine how my bedroom was, like the wardrobe in the middle of, <laughs> of my bedroom. The bed, it was, I don't know, located in very strange position. It, it was all a mess. And when I arrived... My My first thought was, I don't know if I can live in this bedroom. So the next morning, I take some time to place all the items. And really now I live more... Um, comfortable in my bedroom so for me it's important how the items are places and I tried always to achieve harmony in the space where I live yeah I feel this energy if it's good or not for me for me the important things is light in my bedroom <laughs> why is our another great point I'm very agree with you and you look at what do you think about for me in general yeah I think I also appreciate things for example in the bedroom to be like I want I don't know how to say but I, I prefer for example sometimes the bed to be in this position or not but for me I doesn't really pay attention really about it before for example doing some research about this program but now I think I will be more maybe careful or I will think maybe more about it but also because I think here in my bedroom in this town there was when I arrived, almost nothing, and I... Minimalism follow you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but there is a lot of stuff in the little room. I don't know how it's called. Well, it's only stuff, so the, the little things that were in my bedroom, I put it there, and I said, okay, I will never go there until it's out, so it's okay. But now, yeah, in my bedroom, there is almost nothing, so maybe I need also to add some... Things like, for example, like I said before about the five elements, I don't think there is so much thing related to... I, I, like also you said, I don't think it's very balanced. There are maybe very some things about one types, but it's not equilibrated. Mm -hmm. But, for example, for you, it's more about to pay attention, about have your space tidy or is a feeling because for me for example it's a feeling it's not about how many things or how tidy it's the space it's about a feeling you know I see the space and I feel comfortable or not and I can do something or I am gonna say that I cannot I cannot do something but you always can do something to improve or to fix some problems so Yeah. I don't know if, if I'm clear or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have the example because when we arrived, we, we had three rooms. Florian chose his room and we were only two. So I had uh, two rooms left so I can choose. And there, there is still one room which is bigger and with a lot of stuff, with a table, a big bed. And, and I was there just uh, at the beginning. But then I realized that I will be, I think, for me, more comfortable in the other room, which is smaller and with less things. I feel more comfortable. I think it's what you mean. The feeling was, uh, I wasn't feeling very good in the other room and I was better in the other, so. Yeah, okay, okay, thank you. I really understand you, yeah. 
for me, for example, guys, it's important also to have them floor free because I used to put, for example, books or pens yeah. <laughs> in the in the floor. <laughs> yes, on the floor. Oh my god! You don't need desk or table. No, no. <laughs> okay. In this way, you can um, divide, for example, topics, area, and uh, needs. Nice. And for example, do you like? big bed or small bed like Lucas that he decide between two big rooms with one small bed or big bed and Riazza is my first uh, time I have a big bed and I can say that it's fantastic <laughs> 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 I never have the, the, uh, a big bed in my life also yeah uh, me neither but I'm I am not as lucky as you here and yet it has I have small bed <laughs> but big room So I think it's a bit compensate. Okay, guys. So what more to keep in mind if you want to have a perfect Feng Shui home? One thing that is important for Feng Shui is the energy properties and the symbology of the colors. Color is a fundamental element in the art of Feng Shui. Since the combination of the different tones contribute to the conformation of positive or negative feng shui in the house or environment, colors are pure forms in which the energy balance is in perfect harmony. Each color has a chromatic frequency, which is the result of the energetic properties that nature has provided. For example, the orange color has invigorating properties. Each color also has a symbolism that is qualities and attributes which it is associated. Color is a property of light that concentrates energetic vibration. Therefore, a color also carries vital energy. It is very important that the color as a whole create a vital space with chromatic harmony. When there is a lack in the environment or in a house, a fundamental color to achieve harmony, for example white, can bring harmful effects that are counteracted by incorporating element of the color missing. To choose the color that we will include in each environment, it is essential to know the energy property and the symbols for each one. What Bawa Mat? does it mean is a tool yeah well the bagua is the feng shui energy map superimposed on the floor plan of your home the chinese word bagua translates to mean eight areas and each of these eight areas relates to a different life circumstance such as family wealth or career and each of these areas has corresponding shapes colors season numbers and earthly elements And at the center of the bagua, there is an inf area, and it's you, representing your overall health and wellness. So there are several Feng Shui schools of thought, like we said before, but all of them use baguas when analyzing your home. However, some may apply the bagua in different ways. So the bagua is one of the principal tools used in Feng Shui. Like I just said before, the Bagua is the Feng Shui energy map comprising eight life areas around a center. Ba translates to eight and Gua means area. So Bagua means eight areas in Chinese. And you can activate a Gua by bringing in the color, element or shape. 
Here's a quick overview of each Bagua area and its related qualities. So for each life areas, I will said briefly the color, element and shape, but I will not talk about numbers, season or all that stuff because it will be long and it's not the most important thing, I think, in this. Ah, thing. okay. So development is very complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And well, the first one is called Zen. So it's related to family and new beginnings. So the color is green or blue. The element is the young wood and the shape is columnar expansive. And you can activate the Zen position of your home to support your family life. Zen is the active energy of spring, so it can also be used to inspire new beginnings to assist in starting new and behaviors. You can activate this Gua by bringing in the color, element or shape. You can also use living green plants for more wood energy, like we said, for example, in the five elements. Yeah, I, I was thinking some time ago, not very much time, but here and yet Hasa that I need a plant. Yeah, maybe you need to more the wood area. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also, well, it's all Chinese names, so I will try to pronounce it quite well. But uh, Xen, so it's related to wealth and abundance. So the color related is purple, the element is the yin in wood, and the shape is the same, columnar and expansive. This is one of the most popular gua. If you're looking for an increase in wealth, abundance and prosperity, Xen is for you. This area also works with self-worth and generosity. There is Tai Chi, it's the center and health. So the colors are earth tones, yellow, orange, and brown. The element is earth, and the shape is square or flat. So the taiki is the center space of the bagua. Therefore, it touches and affects all the areas of your life. It's related to your health and overall well-being. Making changes in the center of the area of your home can make a strong impact. Uh, there is kian helpful people and travel. Colors are greys, element young but in metal, and shape more round or circular. So can position is a good one to work with if you can use more benefactors and helpful people in your life. Almost everyone needs more supports. It also relates to masculine energy and travel. There is also Dewey, children and completion with the colors white, element yin in metal, and also shape round and circular. So the area of the Feng Shui Bagua map relates to joy and completion. It's also connected to children, but that can mean offspring of any kids, such as projects. And there is Jen, knowledge and self-cultivation. So the color is dark blue, the element young earth, and shape flat square. So it's the knowledge and self-cultivation area of your home. It can also help you to improve your skillfulness in all that you do. Um, there is also Li, so fame and reputation. We've got a red element fire and shape triangle. This fire gua is called Li and it works with your fame and reputation. It's also connected to patience and inspiration. There is Kan, curry and path in life. 
with the color black, the element of water and shape wavy. Um, it works with your carry and your path what you walk in this life. If you need more wisdom, this is the Gua to activate. Uh, there is the Kun, love and partnerships, with the color pink, the element of earth, and shape flat and square. It's the other popular Gua, and which is related to love, partnership and marriage. It's also connected to relationships in general, self-love and feminine energy. And I think I talked about the eight areas of the Bagua map. So I think it's quite related at the end to the five elements, because there is also in this the elements. And to activate one of these areas, you need to put some of the elements. Yeah, if I understood correctly, the theory of five elements is one of the base of Bawa map, right? That is yeah. like a tool for maybe people who decor your house or they use this tool, no? Yeah. As a guide. To yeah, I think yeah, I think the Bagua map in general is uh, more at the beginning to decide if you could say that uh, which area of your house you need to improve in which way. And then when, for example, you decide that mm. your bedroom needs more calm or something like that, you, you use some of the of, uh, five elements to improve. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, you have an idea, you want to buy a house or you want to rent a house and you see all the rooms or places and you can think, what is going to be my mindset in the living room? Maybe I'm going to read a lot, I'm going to watch TV series in the kitchen, I'm going to cook or I am not a good cooker, so I'm not going to like put my feet in the kitchen so it's like an empty space for me, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think also it's different for every people. That's why we need to look in ourselves what we need us because I don't think there is... Well, it depends if you are living with others. In that case, yes. But in all the other cases, if you are living alone, or for example, in your bedroom, I don't think it's a very good idea to ask for other people's help because they will probably not think maybe about the same things and maybe they are not doing the same things in the rooms. Yeah, of course. I think in this case, you only can ask to a professional of this area. But you have to try to make the professional to understand what is in your head, what do you think about. It's not about you transfer the responsibility and say, do that for me. Yeah, no? yeah. Okay, so um, I have some question. Would you like to do an energetic cleaning in your home now that we know a bit more? Do you think, I don't know, that you is a necessity or... Or not, for example, here in my near Taza home, for me, it's too brown. My house is completely brown, 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 brown. I need more white, for example. Yeah, for me, well, I think I'm not very related to difficult. I, I don't mind, but maybe it would be, be nice and I wouldn't mind also to do a energetic cleaning. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it, it could be great, but uh, and it could be better after. But for me, with some times, I now have the habit to live there. So for me, there are some things that can be a problem, but in general, it's okay, I can live there. Yeah, I understand you, but for me, I think I have a bit different vision because it's about yeah, yeah, yeah. energy. 
I can be used to now I used to to live there and I consider my house my home I feel grateful to have this home here but still yeah. it's about energy I see all these brown walls brown furniture and yeah the body uh, said to me oh okay what happened here <laughs> yeah for example for you it's very possible but if you do an energetic cleaning or you add some green plants white walls or some things like that after you maybe you will be less stressed or you will sleep better or things it depends i think but yeah 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 it can i totally understand and for you Francesca i love white in my house <laughs> in Riazza for example we have walls and furniture white are white and um, in my bedroom there are black wardrobe wow black <laughs> yes it's strange because i used to have white uh, furniture also in my house in turin and uh, brown at least but black is strange <laughs> however the, the white compounds the <laughs> mm -hmm. well i don't have wardrobes i have only a thing in wood that i can place so, so my, my clothes what shelving yeah a big shelving but there is no things to close it or so it's not really a wardrobe i just have this so i yeah it will be maybe better to have some real thing but Anyway, it's like this, so... No, like this, no, you decide this bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But anyway, maybe someone will live one day in the other room, so cannot change now. Yeah, the problem is here is that I am a volunteer, as you guys, and I cannot paint the, <laughs> the walls of my house, or I cannot replace the furniture and put another one. We can, But we can try to ask... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> However, I um, for me, white and light is the best mix. Because, mm, I don't know, every day I can imagine in my mind a different color or a different uh, picture, no? So white for me is no, no limits, no... Yeah, it's happened the same for me. My, not my favorite color, but the color that I, that reflects more or that match more with me is white definitely and in the other hand i don't like black color not the color black just it's a feeling it's happened to you for example uh, when you have to wear some clothes or not only about spaces or colors in the furniture or in element i, I prefer light colors <laughs> for me i don't mind i <laughs> think yeah for you it's not about energetic feeling yeah For example, this room is <laughs> too much black. <laughs> yeah, for example, I would not say that I don't want black in any situation. For example, here in the studio, for, you? I, for me, the feeling here with black color, it's okay. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's difficult to explain because it's our own feeling, a personal feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's feeling. the <laughs> sensation of the place in itself with the colors. But I think if the colors are one thing that you take in consideration... But it's the feeling in general of how you feel in the place. Yeah, yeah. As we mentioned before, colors, there is no other thing that's energy. Okay, guys, I almost forget that I have another question for you. So what does your house symbolize for you? In general? As a living space. Or you can say, I don't know, nothing uh, for me. It's just as an structure with walls and windows and door. For me, personally, I think more and more that my house 
Well, if I consider, for example, here, it's my house. It's not mine, but it's where I live. So I think it symbolizes more and more nothing. I mean, yeah, like you said, for me, it's where I live, but it's because I need to live somewhere and I can live there. But I would live in another place and it would be probably the same. And for me, yeah, it doesn't symbolize so much things at the end, the place in itself. Also, maybe because I think about uh, all the different types of people, the people who are very rich and live in very big houses. And for me, for example, it's not uh, my type of thing. I don't see myself living in such house, for example. And I also think of the people homeless without house. And at the end, it's just for some people, you need to have a base somewhere. So somewhere to not be lost. For example, you know that you have a somewhere or where it's your home somewhere and you can always be there i don't know if you understand what i mean yeah i think i am understanding it's like a route you know a place where you always return yeah 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 and for me it's less and less this but i don't know what you think for example in my case when i feel the space as a real home even if it's rented or it is mine that I don't have a own house at the moment. But for me, I don't know, for example, it is a place where I can be only with me, I can be alone, I can think. It's a place to cultivate my intimacy. It's not only just the structure or the place. And on the other hand, this doesn't mean that I consider this exact place my route for example for me i really like to change places and changing experience so i can move it freely to different houses for example but when i living in that moment in one place yeah it means different things for me i think i am a flexible and adaptable person so i can live for example in a double room as I used to do in Turin, or in a little room or in a big room, it's not uh, important, this information. But uh, everywhere, I need to build a relations uh, feeling with my place. Because my place, a double room, a single room, a big room or little room, is my dimension in the world, um, is my space. And so for, for me, it's important to feel myself and uh, to feel as I want in my space. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's very related with the feeling that I have with my own space or my own home. Yeah, so guys, I think that with all of that, we have to finish, unfortunately, our cultural program today. And I hope, dear listener, you like this topic. It's time to say goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.